Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. What's going on, everybody? Mike Colo here, Life of a Fighter podcast. And excuse my a little bit lack of energy here. It's very late Friday night. Uh, it's like 11.30. I just realized that I didn't get a podcast up prior in this week just because you know fight camps are winding down been training school work you know life work regular work oh you, you guys know the spiel there's no need to go into it but even though i already did but anyways so i'm a little low energy but i wanted to get some content out to you guys and keep the consistency going with the podcast so i wanted to cover a couple things first uh just kind of go over what i've been doing for fighting you know many of you know i had a fight last month uh, won a decision, felt good. It was the first time I was back in the ring kickboxing in just about five years. And even though I've, you know, I had MMA fights more recently than that and grappling super fights and grappling tournaments and all that good stuff, this was the first time I was back to Muay Thai, back to kickboxing. And this is really uh, my main passion. And it's actually physically what I'm going to be most healthy and sound to do. So this is something that I'm going to continue to pursue. Um, even as a professional level, you know, I'm an amateur and prior to getting injured, for those of you that don't know, I originally had eight herniations and bulging discs in both my cervical and lumbar uh, spine caused me to just kind of take some time off and really kind of reconsider the whole fight aspect of my life and career and thought maybe I'm just going to turn to coaching, running the life of a fighter business and, you know, go back to school and all that good stuff, which has been a great experience and a great opportunity. But physically, I've felt really strong, been able to get back into it. I'm not going to go into the whole story. You can listen to a couple podcasts ago. I went into that, um, the one before we did with John uh, Campbell from Acceleration. But anyways, so got another fight coming up next week, August 20th, and it's going to be right here in Deer Park on Long Island. So all the local people, if you guys want to come out, we got um, 20 tickets right now that I know Bobby Campbell sent us from Jackhammer Promotions. Big shout out to, to Bobby and Jackhammer Promotions and getting us on the card. Um, so if anyone wants tickets, let us know. They're going quick. They're $45 general tickets. It's a very small venue, so you really don't need to go crazy and you can buy, you know, the VIP tables and a little bit more expensive tickets, but really if you get general admission tickets, you'll be able to see the, the cage just fine. Um, and it's definitely going to be an exciting fight guys. I've been training obviously very hard. Um, anyone that has seen me in the gym doesn't need, you know, you guys know, you see it. And anyone that just understands martial arts, you guys know the sacrifice that goes into it. And for those of you that don't, you know what, I couldn't explain it to you anyway, so no need to go into it. But that's kind of what's been going on with me. We got the fight coming up. I'm excited because my weight's on point. Conditioning's feeling better than ever. You know, these same cliche lines that you hear so many people talk about, but 
it feels amazing when you actually get to say it and feel it and believe it when it's true and you know it. And one of the biggest things I've been really happy and excited to tie in is something I've learned from one of our therapy partners with uh, Ron Volano and Family Counseling is Ron Volano and I have been working together for years now for numerous things, whether it's from a personal therapeutic end to just athletic development, which is more recently. That's what we've been focusing on, on the athletic mindset and being able to succeed and uh, adversity and all those different things would come up with it. Because a lot of times we can be our biggest enemy and that's my, a lot of times biggest issues. I can be my own worst enemy and not in the sense of, let's say, a lack of confidence. It's more of some of the other things that can come up and, uh, let's say thoughts that come up, let's say letting down family or friends or just being so analytical. And that's one of the problems I have. I, I'd like to think I'm an intelligent person. And one of the bigger issues with having an intellect is constantly thinking, analyzing, evaluating. That's how my mind works. That's why I think I do succeed in fighting. But sometimes it can be a potential downside because I can get caught analyzing a situation too much and not actually just executing. And that's something I've really worked hard on uh, not only this this camp, but prior and building up to it, and that's why I've been excited about coming back is being able to execute more and more. And Ron's been a big help with that, and just visualization and certain little mental tricks. And even as I get further down my educational path, I see the mind body connection, and that's something that we're going to continuously develop with Life of a Fighter in our own systems. And I'm, I'm actually developing different algorithms for creating plans for our own clients, whether you're a fighter, whether you're an athlete, or whether you're just someone that wants to see fitness goals. I'm tying in a lot of the things that I get to firsthand experience, not only from the athletic career side, but also from the educational side. And it's really going to benefit. I'm even excited for you guys listening, not just for myself and my career development, but for everyone out there, what we're going to be able to do and what I'm working on doing with the rest of our team, with the dietitians, with our actual clinical psychologists, clinical nutritionists, doctors, the strength teams we're working with and everything and all the athletes in between. It's really exciting stuff. So, all right, I won't bore you guys too much with that, but it's just some fun stuff that's coming up. The other side is we got tickets, but we also got t-shirts. If you guys haven't seen, we've got some awesome Life of a Fighter uh, vintage tri-blend t-shirts that you can go to lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop. Check out, I think I just updated the regular red ones. We now have the tri-blend up. I have to put those up. But you can go onto our social media. You can check out Instagram. You can check out Facebook. Just look up Life of a Fighter, facebook.com forward slash Life of a Fighter. Go to the website. We link to all that. You guys are definitely going to like it. Check it out and uh, all that good stuff. And again, we, we we just put in a small order of like 30 shirts. So just wanted them for the tickets for a couple of people around the gym. If you guys want to come out and support it, go for it. And when we run out, we can always look at if it's, it's going to be worthwhile to make another order. But just throwing that out there as well. So let's kind of jump into another topic. And this is one that I was talking about. With some uh, friends and, and some people last night, and I was kind of just even getting some thoughts out. And after kind of developing over the last 24 hours, I wanted to just kind of put them out there to you guys, our audience, and, and give me some feedback and see if you guys, this would be interesting for you guys to hear about. Because what I want to do is I want to start creating more fighter guides. So if you go to our website and you go to the blog, you'll see we have certain fighter guides up. And the idea behind these fighter guides is not just for actual fighters, but again, the idea of life of a fighter is everyone's a fighter. 
everyone has a fight that you're struggling with, trying to win, lose, succeed, all that good stuff. And that's what we're here to do. We want to help you win that fight. So our guides are informative bits of information and content that are just there to help you along that path. Whether it's we're looking at a food shopping list and and we kind of broke down some micronutrient deficiencies and we looked at, okay, let's look at what some deficiencies are. What are some food shopping items that we can get to do that? And we're working with Best Market um, to put that together. And I'm really excited. We have some hopefully fun things that um, we were working with Best Market here in Huntington Station. And now we're you know touching base with corporate to see if we can continuously work on that and expand it from there. So there's hopefully some exciting things coming there. So keep your eyes peeled on the website and our social media for that, as well as other fighter guides. Just diving into performance training and nutrition for our actual athletes, for our fighters, weight cutting techniques, training techniques, how we can actually develop our body. So what I want to kind of go into next and do more research on do some more case studies on and just to develop more content on. And this is something, you know, we've talked with Tony Ricci, uh, Dr. Tony Ricci in the past on prior podcasts. You guys can look at our podcast history if you haven't checked them out already. And anytime I get an opportunity to speak with uh, Dr. Tony Ricci, I'm always taking notes and just blown away by the uh, information that he's dropping. And for those of you who don't know, I won't go into a huge resume, but... He has a great nutrition background as well as a strength conditioning background. He works with high-level professional athletes like the Chris Weidmans of the world, which he's Chris Weidman's uh, strength coach, and he's also helping out you know, Chris Algieri. And just the list goes on and on. Heather Hardy in the, in the female boxing world. And just list, again, goes on with UFC, other UFC fighters, professional boxers, kickboxers. It just continues. I won't go through the whole list. I won't take up that much time. But... The idea is, after discussing with him and going through with all of our other people, eat according to your training is kind of maybe the fighter's got to want to develop a little bit more, something to that effect. And the idea behind it is it's nothing new that how we eat obviously can impact our body and how we train can impact our performance. And again, the idea of tying them together but then also adding another layer to it where the mind-body connection becomes a very strong component. So the two big parts of the component I've been exploring and, and looking into is the idea of we have energy systems. And I've done a podcast on our metabolism and our energy systems that you guys can check out as well in our history. And the idea is we have three basic energy systems. Okay, We have an aerobic, which are oxidative. We have anaerobic. And then we have a secondary anaerobic. Where I should, I'm sorry, let, let me rephrase that. That's, we have three different types of muscle fibers. Okay, that's the first thing I want to start with. I kind of went on off tangent and kind of misspoke there. So looking at the muscle fibers, we have three types of muscle fibers. We have an uh, aerobic-based muscle fiber, which is our slow twitch. We have fast twitch, and they're broken down into two types. So there's type 2A, which is anaerobic but it's still uh, a slightly longer performing fast twitch muscle fiber system. And then we have type 2B, and that's sheer power explosion, and again, that's anaerobic. Now, the idea that I want to look to explore, first specifically for fighters, then for athletes, and then for our regular clientele or regular uh, population, is first let's look at fighters. How can we develop a training camp based around the idea 
of implementing energy systems and training specifically for that. Now, in the past, we've talked with Dr. Ricci about training those energy systems. If you're a wrestler and you're, let's say, a mixed martial arts fighter, but your strength is wrestling, but also you have to train kickboxing, you're going to have to train your fast twitch type A, fast twitch type 2B, and then also slow twitch. Okay, because slow twitch, you need that aerobic base, fast twitch type 2A, you're going to need that long-term ability. When you say long-term, let's say 30 to thirty seconds to about a minute of sprinting ability, and then type 2B where you're just that 10-second quick burst, and then it's going to recover. And the old three of these systems are going to come into play in athletics. And again, we're looking at fighting, but even other athletics can come up. Okay, Now, not only can we train for those energy systems, but we can eat according to those energy systems. And that's what I want to really explore. And let me kind of elaborate on that because understanding what these energy systems use to function allows you to understand what the food is going to do for it. So when we look at a slow twitch muscle fiber and the energy system it's using, it's using an aerobic-based, oxidative-based, oxygen-based system. And what's heavily connected to that energy system is using fatty acids as an energy source. And obviously fatty acids, fat. Not just the fat that we have in our body, which for most Americans, most people in this world, you're going to have a good amount of fat to burn off. Okay. Now, if we look at that, great. Just from a sheer aesthetics, we want to look good. That allows us to pull off fat. Awesome. That's going to give us some good goals. But from an athlete, okay. We're going to increase our fat intake when we're training that aerobic slow twitch system. So let's say in a certain point in camp, we want to build our aerobic foundation. We're going to have a very high percentage fat diet. Let's say 60 to 70% fat. And you're thinking maybe more of a ketogenic-based diet is what's been very popular nowadays. And the idea behind that is because it's such an efficient fuel source for our body to use the fat storages we have, why not leverage it? But eventually, when we get lean enough, especially for fighters and athletes, you're going to run out of a pretty heavy fuel source of fat. You're going to get so lean, or the hopes is to get, especially for fighters, to be so lean that you're really not going to want to rely on those energy systems. That's one. Two is, again, it's a slower base system, so you need a little bit more time to leverage it. When we look at fast twitch muscle fibers, especially 2B, 2Bs, again, are very powerful but very neurologically demanding and energy demanding system that burns out very quickly. So let's say you're going to lift a car or you're going to throw a one punch knockout, but after that point, you're running out of steam. Okay. So we can do a 10 second burst and that's pure glycogen. Our glycogen system is a carbohydrate sugar based system. Okay. And again, it's anaerobic lack of oxygen. So that's why it's a little bit faster. Okay. But once we run out of the initial ATP storage, which is what glycogen and, and the sugar system is helping us create for energy. That's our initial burst of energy, which, again, runs out in 10 to 20 seconds. What are we going to do then? That's where type 2A comes into play. It's a little bit more of an intermediary system, and it's going to last slightly longer. But, again, after about one minute, maybe two minutes, depending on the athlete, but for the most part, there's going to be a ceiling there. And when we hit that ceiling you're just not going to be able to perform with the same strength. It's going to switch over to that aerobic oxidative-based system because what happens is lactic acid builds up in the muscles and then they cannot perform at that same level. Again, this is all from my understanding. So, And, and if you, you know, if we had Dr. Ricci on, obviously he might even be able to 
fine tune and slightly correct the wording here, but uh, I feel very confident in what I've been able to do now with my educational career and just continuously educating myself and the different certifications and books that this should make sense to, to all of our health professionals out there and just to anyone that knows a decent amount about the body and, and all that fun stuff. But anyways, I digress. We're looking at the energy systems. We get our timeline okay once we hit that two minute marker boom we ran out of energy and let's say we're still trying to sprint your body's not going to be able to perform it's going to slow down and it's going to switch over it's going to lose a little bit of strength okay so that's where the oxidative system comes in because the body has oxygen introduced to it lactic acid can then get broken down into peruvic acid that can now allow the body to make more energy and then boom we can keep this process going but it's again it's not going to be as quick, it's not going to be as strong, and it's not going to be as efficient as, let's say, a type 2A fast twitch and type 2B fast twitch muscle fibers. So the idea here is to sprint, recover, sprint, recover, sprint, recover. We understand the training that's been explored numerous times over, but I don't think the nutritional side of it has been leveraged enough. What I mean by that is now when we switch over, okay, oxidative, we build our long-based cardio aerobic, nothing too intense, nothing in training really at all becomes too intense. It's all focused on the aerobic-based system, the slow-twitch muscle fibers, we develop them, we, we create that good base, and we're eating accordingly. Then we transition, and we say, okay, we're going to now develop the fast-twitch muscle fibers, type 2A, type 2B, and different days are going to focus on different types of type. Two. Type 2A would be one day theme and maybe type 2B would be another day theme or we would even break them up. And the idea behind that is we can eat carbohydrates and fats according to what system we're using. Not just from a training wise we break down the system but we fuel the system differently. So a type 2A again is going to be still some glycogen based and but we're also going to have some fat based energy in there as well because it's going to be a slightly longer than type 2B. So we're going to split. Instead of having 60-70% fat, we may break it down to a 40-30-30 split. So let's say 40% carbohydrates, 30% fat, 30% protein, or maybe even 30% protein, 40% fat, 30% carb. We can play with those numbers. And that's what I'm going to look more into. And I'm excited to bring this to you guys. And that's where I want to hear from you guys. Would you be interested in hearing these fighter guys and these kind of breakdowns? So give us some feedback on that. And the other idea is now when we look at the type 2B, that's slow, I'm sorry, that explosive, but going to run out a lot quicker and slower to build back up again. Again, that's pure glycogen. That's where we're going to have much higher carb loads and we're going to bring in maybe 40 to 50% carbohydrates and let's say you know, 20% fat, 30% protein, or some variation. I'm just spitting out some some ballpark ratios that we've used in the past for our athletes, for myself, and from different studies I've seen and some cycles off of it. And then we can even look at carbohydrate cycling so that maybe we don't even just break it down where only for two weeks we're doing sheer oxidative and slow twitch. Maybe one day we're focusing on it, and then one day we're focusing on just type 2A, and then one day we're focusing on just type 2B. And each day the carbs and fats and protein ratios are changing to match that. But from my perspective, I think that if we can really develop a one to two to even four week timeline, it allows the body to not only create all the proper muscle fibers and strengths there, but also the neurological synapses and pathways that need to develop too, because a slow twitch neurological pathway is obviously going to be slower than the fast twitch, and it's going to require less 
of a stronger network of uh, neurological synapse firing and energy, okay, electrical pulsing going through it, okay, think of cables, right, the thicker and bigger the cables, the more electricity it's going to be able to carry through, but the more energy it's going to demand, okay, slow twitch are going to be, let's say, thinner cables, a fast twitch type 2A or even type 2B are going to be the thicker, bigger cables, they're going to require more energy and require more electricity, but once we can get them to operate, and once we can get those cables to fire and those systems to properly fire up enough, those synapses almost have a memory, and then your body's going to produce all these other neurotransmitters and um, factors like uh, brain-derived neurotropic factor that we've seen from high-intensity cardio and some all of these other neurotransmitters and neurotropic factors they are going to come into play that we want to look at. So I'm not going to go too crazy here, guys. I just wanted to throw that idea at you. Give me some feedback. Let me know what you guys think about that. I hope this is actually exciting because I'm actually genuinely excited about this kind of stuff, guys. I'm really excited to talk to more of our team, run it out there with a lot of our health professionals and uh, fitness and medical professionals that we work with. But I'd love to hear from you guys because, you know, I could get hyped about it all day. But if you guys don't want to hear about it and you guys don't want to read about it and learn about it, it really is for nothing. So let me know what you guys think. Share it, like it, comment on social media. Um, you know, I, I'm probably going to keep nagging you guys about this and I hate to be a nag. But if you guys enjoy what we're doing, please give us a review on Facebook. Give us a share. Give us a shout out on iTunes, you know, it always helps us out, and we appreciate all the love that you guys give us, uh, you know, it's great to hear every every day and every week between the emails, the comments, the, the even our clients in person, and the guys, I, everyone I see at the gym, um, you know, even just what I, what I get on the text messages and snaps and all that stuff, I really appreciate it. Oh, speaking of snap, we're finally on Snapchat, Life of a Fighter is finally on Snapchat, uh, we've been on for about a week now. It's uh, at us at Life of a Fighter, and then the number one. And we're going to be posting up stories about me training, other fighters training, informative tips of the day, some exclusive stuff we're not going to post on the other social media accounts. So it'll be a little bit of fun, and obviously it's going to go away in 24 hours, and every 24 hours we're going to update something new. So it'll be some fun stuff you guys can check out. All right? I hope you, this was, again, entertaining for you guys. I hope you guys are hyped. If you want to come check out the fight, let me know. There's going to be another one, I think, October 1st. It's it, Tony just came in uh, today. They have the post route for it, so I'm going to be fighting again. Obviously, if all goes well next week and we're staying healthy like I plan to do and coming and do my thing. So we'll keep it going, keep the ball rolling. I got Kyle Collier jumping on that card. And I think we have another UFC Jim Huntington Station representative and fighter, Ernest Fair, hopefully jumping on the card, depending on his work schedule and all these other things. But we shall see, guys. And like I said... In the last couple of podcasts, we're going to still get other fighters like Mike Stout on it and talk about, you know, a bunch of fun stuff. So, glad you guys gave us a listen. I'm glad I got it out. Technically, it's now Saturday since it just hit midnight, but I'm going to still drop it and edit it real quick so we can put it out there so we can keep the consistency of every other week, a new podcast coming out, and I will check you guys next time. Peace. So, I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our 
programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between. Dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free and that is it y'all. See you on the next one.